What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Liquor Talk Podcast. It's your pod boss, Victor, and I'm here to bring you another round of Liquor Talk. This is episode 158. This episode's titled The Last Dance in Jacksonville because this is last dance, your last episode, your boys recording Duval. So go ahead and pull up that liquor. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Go ahead and rate this five stars if you haven't done so already. Thank y'all for the continued love, the continued support. And joining me today, we got a podcast out of New Jersey. This is the crew from the Let's Chit Chat Sis podcast. JB and Kimmy, how y'all doing today? And welcome to Liquor Talk. Hey, 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 what's going on, man? Hey, Thanks for having us. Liquor Talk podcast. Yes, thank you for coming on. I, I do appreciate y'all for coming on, you know what I'm saying? So tell the people, let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, let's get a little icebreaker. Um, uh, what's a store that 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 was around when you were younger or older? Um, that ain't around no more. Woolworth. I'm gonna say Montgomery Ward. Oh, yes, Montgomery Ward. I'm gonna go with Eckers because a lot of people talk about stores we didn't have around. They talk that these new, these these new age kids don't know about like the blockbusters, the the Radio Shacks, all of them. They were talking about you don't know the experience, and it was an experience. Experience. Yeah, the people buying the blockbuster movies returned it and then paying the little late fee, and then on top of that, not rewinding <laughs> the movies. <laughs> now these new age people don't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah, I I would say Woolworth. I mean, I'm from the north, and Woolworth was like um, the modern day Walmart back in the day up here. You know, it was. I mean, it probably was like a death trap because things were piled up to the damn ceiling. I don't even know how we used to get the material or the the products. I just remember walking down the aisle, and it was just enough to like stretch your arm out a little bit because products was filled up to the ceiling but everybody your mom your grandma everybody went to Woolworths and you could get anything for seven dollars or below to furnish your house so and then when Woolworths closed you know we just um you know all these chain stores popped up but Woolworths was around for a long long time yeah Woolworths wasn't Woolworths in the uh civil rights isn't that where the gentleman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were refused service, and they they sat they in in Greensboro. They had a diner in Greensboro, there. right? It was in Woolworths, right? Yeah, they had a diner in the one in Philly too. I'm telling you, everything was in there. You want some? You want some scrambled eggs? You can get it in the Woolworths too, and, right, and right, buy a blankie yeah. too. I mean, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, everything wow. was in there. So. Look, history lesson for y'all on today's episode. Look, talk because I never heard of Woolworths until y'all mentioned it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't think we had that down here in Florida. Yeah, that is. I think it's um, it might have got to a certain part of the the South, but it was predominantly a, a northern store. Um, I don't know, Jay, 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 you remember it, but it it was around a long time, and then it when they went out of business, they all went out of business. Oh yeah, Woolworths. Yeah, Woolworths was around for a long time, but yeah, when the retail industry started to change, you know, it was one of those ones that kind of fell off the map. Sort of like when 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 blockbusters, you know, went out of business, the world changed. But Woolworths, yeah, yeah, yeah just like Montgomery Ward. Montgomery Ward was an old school department store, man. Love going Montgomery Ward, but that that's I don't know what happened. Why those stores go out of business like that? 
we were I around. guess a lot of stores went out of business because of you know and things like Amazon, the internet, things little internets were just starting up and then they just boomed, you know what I'm saying? So and it's like once stuff like Amazon started booming, that just closed a lot of the the department stores down. It's like I remember my grandmother used to take me to Montgomery Ward too. It was a lot of nice things in there. So I do definitely remember that store. And Sears been around for 150 years. They still can't close the Sears. You know, Sears. I think it's only about five of them left. Sears is still the test of time. They hanging on by a string. They hanging on. And a couple, I remember seeing a Kmart. I'm like, God damn, Kmart is holding on. <laughs> Kmart, Kmart is out here holding on. on, but I think I might have to check the next time I go home. But I think there were two locations. I remember one location had closed. I don't know about the other one, but Kmart was hanging on by a thread, boy. Yeah, they they not doing well either. Just, I mean, I think you have a valid point, Victor. I think that Amazon, and I'm shocked. I'm I'm really shocked that one thing is happening with with the whole um concept of Amazon because you know Amazon is like a monopoly. They 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 corner all the market. So I'm surprised someone hasn't really just tried to enforce busting that up because they they seal um the deal with having all kinds of goods and they take the supply chain and make sure that they control it. You see what I'm saying? So they leave limited opportunity for for startup businesses, you know, because unless you're gonna run through them, you know, I mean you can run little your little you know how they have their little businesses through Amazon or you know, you just um, the brick and mortar stores don't stand a chance between Amazon because most people are not going to these stores anymore. You know, what I mean, Amazon gonna be at your door quicker than the uh, postal service. So, you know, they, mm -hmm. they got it locked down. Yeah, but you see, some of the brick and mortar stores are now going to where you can have your groceries delivered and stuff. So, a lot of them are keeping up with the time. So they're like, hey, y'all, Amazon can't beat us. You know, what I'm saying, Amazon, we ain't going out without a fight. Yeah, they they got they have to change the mindset though, or they they you know like with anything you got to change the mindset in order to stay competitive. So yeah, cool. Agree, yeah. agree. All right, talk to me about your podcast, the Let's Chit Chat Sis podcast. How did it get started? Everything. Okay, well, um, I'll start off with that. Um, Let's Chit Chat Sis podcast started with just an idea to allow women. And I'll say majority women of color to talk about what's important to us. That's how the concept started. Um, and that was season one. We're in season two now. But in season one, um, we just wanted to talk. Talk about what we thought was important to us. Because you guys know that uh, women of color, you know, we, we, we struggle to get our voice heard. So that was really the concept is to have a, a platform where we talk about what's important to us. And then we just wanted to really hone it down to our foundation. Uh, we talk about the porch. Um, the porch is somewhere where we all come outside, even when we were little kids, to talk about what our moms and our pops was talking about inside the house. So we kind of put a little spin on it and say, hey, this is where the ladies are going to talk about marriage, um, um, education, being a business owner. And then we said, hey, you know what? We can't do none of these things without our, without our brothers. You know, so in season two, we were like, you know, 
we need to make sure we had a male presence on there. So we was um, graced by two things. One, um, our sister Celeste, who is a life coach, she joined the the um, the porch as a, a permanent fixture. And also um, JB, he's also a life coach and he's a male. And, you know, they bring their perspective every week. And we talk about anything from soup to nuts. And we are definitely transparent about everything. We have nothing to hold back. We want to be empowering to everybody. We don't want to be offensive. We always say this on the porch, but we want to be empowering and transparent because what we talk about, um, it should be important to any and everybody. So that's how it started. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Now, JB, coming your way now, you as a man, what made you say, I want to join these ladies and give them the male perspective? Well, the format, the platform, the honesty, the transparency, uh, talking about relevant topics, and then uh, having a male perspective there just adds another layer, you know, gives us another opportunity to, to bounce ideas off each other. Kimmy and Celeste are very smart, very down to earth, very, very funny and insightful. So it was a great working relationship. Um, you know, Celeste coming with a wealth of experience as a, as a life coach, me as a life purpose coach. And then Kimmy with her field and her expertise and what she's been doing, I think it's a great combination. But overall, what was appealing to me was that they were honest, man. They were transparent. They weren't running from relevant topics. You know, they weren't afraid to get up there and let's say, hey, let's just push some buttons and talk about some things and create some intensity in dialogue. But in the end, still give you some love, you know, uplift you and encourage you and empower you. And that's where I said, you know what? I want in. I want to have the opportunity to share my voice, my perspective. So I continue to thank Kimmy and Celeste for giving me the opportunity to uh have a you know have a you know have a voice and then ultimately at some point in time hopefully share something with someone about something and they didn't know you know but let's chit chat this to me is a great great podcast of of uh, just real talk down to earth conversation about all the relevant things that's real no i'm saying that's real and that's the one thing i was getting wrong when i was not checking our episodes out and it's like damn we kind of it, we, can, we might have different platforms, but most of us, we kind of be thinking alike, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's the thing about Black podcasters. It's like, we, we, we think the same, but we just say it in different forms. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. yeah that's true. That's absolutely. It's that. And that's that's important that we all convey um, a, a, we have this unified goal of getting some, some truth out and, and uncovering some myths and talking about different things like one of the great topics I love that we did was sexual taboos yeah. from the past, you know, that aren't taboos anymore. You know, I would have never thought about that conversation in me and it went great. It was great. And I learned a lot that night, you know, I did. So that's this less chit chat says having that diversity is what's really appealing to me, bro. Just being diverse, not being, you know, just one particular topic um, that, that uh, we're going to talk about on the porch. So that's that's what's really appealing to me about it. That's real. That's that's so real, you know what I'm saying? So did this idea start because of the pandemic or was this something y'all had planned out before the pandemic? Oh, this was before the pandemic. I mean, this was actually almost a year in the making. 
before because we uh we work well together all three of us um we plan we schedule we have meetings we write out our podcast information um so this is a well-oiled machine and before we um actually did the first episode we you know we took a lot of time to organize what the porch would look like so this was uh before the pandemic actually launched the pandemic launching actually um forced us to get on the porch a little sooner than what we anticipated. But when we did come out, I think it was for the best timing because what happened was most people were such in a such in a statute state that it made the listeners say, hey, this is something that we could do during this isolated quarantine time. So yeah, we were we were excited. We were excited when we launched. Now, during the time of launching, like, what have y'all learned so far from just working with other Black podcasters and other Black creators? What have y'all learned from them? Um, I can say my experience in, um, with working with other, and I've worked with several of them, has been nothing but phenomenal. Because they, um, even to the point where they are so willing and open to share, you know, information, like, of techniques and um art imagery they they're so willing to the ones that i have worked with now i will say that you know i have reached out to several um influencers type of podcasters that um will not you know reach back out to you and and i didn't expect that at first because especially when you're in the growing stage but I will hope that, you know, eventually that will change. But the podcasters that I have worked with, it has been a phenomenal experience. And I think we learn a lot from each other. And the biggest thing, I think we, we joined like a, a family and a, a brother and a sisterhood when we we um we relate together. Because I just spoke to um a young lady tonight that we're getting ready to work with. I think that most people that are black podcasters are looking for that 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 unit to work with each other. It's just that we have to try to form some type of uh, tribe or network where we can kind of have like a almost like a directory where we can say, hey, this one is doing this one and this one is doing that. This is just an idea to throw out because I think people don't really have the direction of how they can network in in this kind of field because it's growing and growing, as you know, Victor. Yes, it's definitely growing and growing. And also, I'm going to give a free plug to a club of that. I'm actually on the executive board of we're working on some things. The Black Pod Class Club started by my dog, Blake. Um, that's basically what you're saying, just a network of podcasters that all come together and fellowship, that all come together, work together and stuff. So look okay. at that. It's called the Black Podcast Club. I can see the, um, the Instagram profile. After oh, we're please do. Please do. Yeah, because that's definitely a good network as well. And also, shout outs also to the Facebook groups as well. It's like they be in there chiming in as well. It's like one one thing I learned is you ask and you do receive, you know. You what do saying? receive. Yes, you do. Absolutely. And also, and also what I've also learned is just being consistent. You'll have people reaching out to you, like, mm-hmm. like yourself, you know what I'm saying? That's how easy it is. It's like you reach out to somebody, hey, never know, you might be willing to get them on, you know. You, Victor, right. you hit it right on the button because I think that the consistency and Jay, you can you can chime in here too. From the time we have done sex, um, season two, we have had people reach out to us constantly because we are consistent. We have an episode every week, every Sunday drop. Um, 
we post constantly on social media so people see that this is not something that's a fly by night we all have a passion for it. so when people see that about us they know that hey this is some this is a group of uh people that i would like to work with and we feel the same way too so we you know we're here with open arms to reciprocate the love as well jay how do you feel about it absolutely 100 percent in agreement with her man this is what makes um warms my heart that each one teach one you know, I have some information, steel, sharp and steel, all those great cliches, man. You know, you keep your blessings by giving them away. Um, I love it when I see it being applied. I love it when someone reaches up and says, you know what, I'm going to help you. And if I can do anything for you, give me a call. And you give that person a call and they respond. Mm -hmm. That to me is um, what I'm hearing right now. And you saying, I'm glad to hear that you're saying you're creating a platform for information, mm -hmm. Black Podcasters Club, man, that's awesome. Because yeah. now you're gonna give people like myself, I'm still a novice. You know, Kimmy has got me on her podcast. This is my first time doing a podcast. Now you're the very first podcaster that I've been on their show other than Kimmy's. So this is all a new experience for me and you've been welcoming. And so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so I'm very ecstatic and uh, having this opportunity and appreciating the love that I'm getting thus far and the opportunity so that I can continue to grow. And guess what? I'm going to pay it for it the next, as soon as I get the opportunity, something I can help someone do. So I appreciate yeah. you for doing it. Absolutely. It's no problem, man. It's definitely no problem. We just get started. How it is. We got to look out for each other because other cultures, they do it all the same. It's like, they've all been the on stuff. It's like, Absolutely. it's just us with the separation and the BS. We allow the world to separate us, but we got to, we just got to, help each other out because we never know what we got, you know? That's absolutely right. It's absolutely right. It's strength in numbers, man. And I'm so glad to hear you make that as a very valid point. Culturally, we are uh, not as so quick to help each other and we need to get past that. We need to figure out a way to do exactly what we're doing. So baby steps. And I'm glad to see that we got, like you said, we got to start somewhere where we get the opportunity to help someone and hopefully that person to continue to carry it on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better I sound. So go ahead and pour it up if you haven't done so already. This is the last dance in Jacksonville. As y'all, some of y'all well know, I'm actually going to be moving back home, back home to St. Petersburg. So you know what I'm saying? St. Petersburg is like right by Tampa, like 30 minutes away from Tampa. So um, Tampa and St. Pete and Clearwater, that, that combined, that's, that's what we call Tampa Bay. So I'm moving back home to Tampa Bay, better known as Tampa Bay. You know what I'm saying? It was like more opportunities there so and also i've also during this time jackson i learned one thing that black women with podcasts you can count on them you know what i'm saying and black women and your family you can count on them um shout out to y'all you know what i'm saying because y'all if i ever took y'all for granted i'm sorry because uh, outside of that it ain't so good but that's another conversation for another day and also thank to everybody in jacksonville who's been down for the calls now let's get back to it with the speak up since podcast now, what is something about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Um, I think the biggest thing I wish I would have known that it's um, that you have to learn um, editing really well. You have to. Um, I'm not worried about organized because I'm very organized. I think the editing part is so consuming, and the 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 social media side never takes a break. You know, um, 
I think that part of it is something that could become overwhelming, but now that I'm just getting more acclimated to it, if I would have known back then, I think I would have actually did a little bit more um, trying to build a, a bigger team to support that that side of it. So um, I can actually focus on the channels of recording and creating more content um, instead of trying to do more of the back work because it, it, it can become, become a very daunting type of task when you have to do so much work in the back end. So it sounds like the administrative duties. Yeah. That part of it. That that's the part it sounds like I'm hearing you saying, Kimmy. Yeah, it can yeah. It, it can become very um tasking to the point where I think that most people um who who want to start a podcast, I think they should really mentor with a person that's already in the business first to understand that it's not just jumping on there. And I know people that do that. And you probably do too, Victor, just jump on here and start recording and they haven't really done their homework and they don't know what they're really getting into or they're expecting some overnight success. I never expected it. No overnight expect, success, excuse me. I always knew that it was going to be like building, you know, anything, building my brand, building, gradually building this. But I did not... Um, expect that the time that I was have to use, like they say, doing the administrative piece of it. So, yeah, that part um, can be daunting sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I understand how you feel. It's like at least you got a team. It's like to help you out. That. I'm like a one man wrecking crew over here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm recording, I'm editing, I'm posting on social media. I'm doing, I'm booking guests and stuff. So I totally feel you on that, wishing you have more of a team, you know what I'm saying? Plus, one thing I've learned is I do, sometimes at times I work better by myself, but I know that uh, you have a team. One thing I learned about a team is you got to have people that same mindset as you. Oh, yeah. Mindset as you, because some people, they might not take it as serious as you do, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not as punctual as you are, you know what I'm saying? It's like, not a knock on those people. It's just they they just have things that aren't important to them. And it's like you gotta find people that they match your drive and they're gonna show it from day one. Right. So. And I learned that too, Victor. I learned that too. And nothing to knock anybody, but I will honestly say I have a passion and a and a love for being a black podcaster. And just because someone says they want to they I want to be on your episode. Okay, I want to do this too. That doesn't mean they have a passion and a drive for it. And I learned that. And it's okay. And it's okay to move past that because, um, you know, I know that I wanted to see this go to another level. And I, and, and the team that, that's working on Let's Chit Chat Sis now, we all have a passion for it. Because we sometimes we sit here and have debates with each other. But at the end of the day, we all are in agreement where what we want to see let's chit chat sis do it's not one tugging this way one going this way and you know it's we're floundering um so again i i hear you that's that's a, another thing especially if you're working by yourself well just picture with with a partner who is not working at all you know that that could be a challenge because you're trying to pull them along and you can't make people be what you want them to be if they don't have the drive and the love for it because it can um it can burn you out, you know what I mean, even before you start. Because, as I said, it's other things that's going to take up your time. So, yeah. Definitely. 
So, Victor, you mind me asking, man, how long have you been doing your podcast? Uh, it's been going. It's it's been at three years now. I'm working on you. It'll be four years in August. Oh wow! Okay. Wow, I got you, man. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's just you know, it's like you said, Kim. It's just that passion. It just kept you going. You know what I'm saying? Even when you didn't have the right people working with you and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's not a knock on them. It's just my passion. My passion is like greater for it. So it's just it just always told myself to keep going because you know that if you. If you quit, you'll have to start all over again. It's just, you'll get further along if you just keep going. So that's what kept me going. Also, meeting a whole lot of Black podcasters who also also chiming in and also like, hey, I like your podcast. I love your platform. Just hearing the positive encouragement and stuff. So that's what y'all going to get a lot of. And you got to use that to um, keep motivating you. Because we have our days where we're just like, I really don't feel like doing this episode. And then Mm -hmm. that's like, like fuck it, let's go ahead and get it done. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel you. And that's and that's man, whatever it is in life, whether you're an entertainer, a medical professional, um, business owner, entrepreneur, podcaster, the one common denominator you're gonna find is those that did not give up. They continue to believe in themselves and they're very passionate about it. And to the point where they knew some people weren't gonna make it along the way. You had to have that discernment. To say I'm gonna keep going without you right now, and if that means I gotta go on by myself because I believe in what I'm doing and I know what my vision is what it's gonna entail, what it requires, and that that is um, is actually a very positive energy for the right person that is of a kindred spirit and is passionate about doing something, you know. And that's what made it easy for me to join Let's Chit Chat Sis. Because Kimmy's passion and her her will, want, and desire, those things that you can't buy, were very evident when she first started talking to me about it. And then once I met Celeste, which I saw that was a match. Celeste was the same way. And so that was just what made a good, healthy dialogue when you find that people on the same page with you, with your vision, and are willing to put forth the same amount of effort that you bring to the table. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most, most important. The yeah, same that's amount of effort. That's definitely the most important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, but ladies and gentlemen, let's ruffle a little the feathers a little bit. Now, what have we all learned from the cheating episodes? Because I just <laughs> talked about it on Look at Talk, and y'all done talked about it on Let's Chit Chit Chat Sis. So, because everybody's talking about it, why don't we revisit one good time to just Wrap it up. Like, what have we just learned from just everybody talking about these cheating things and cheating in general? <laughs> Jay, <laughs> man, people, it's 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 um it's almost an acceptable norm. Yep, unfortunately, <laughs> I swear, man, I hate to say it that way, but the way society is treating infidelity and groups. I remember younger, it was just like, you heard about swingers. That was like pretty much the extent of it. But now, I mean, it, it's, it's swingers 2.0 with in today's society. So I think what I've learned about it, man, is that, man, it's, it's an unfortunate reality now that it's going to be around. And, and, uh, it's getting, you know, more and more out in the forefront. 
you know, and people are accepting them. That's the craziest. That's that's the craziest thing that I've I've learned about it. Just how I, much cheating is accepted. I I think that cheating is um, I think that they is not really accepted. I think that it's just it's just now um a new way to to demonize you know what i mean um and not find out what the root cause of it is because even in this episode with we had about um Derek jackson not on our our episode jay you can jump in on this too we we didn't demonize anybody but what we did uncover is that it was a lot of um pointing to like the wife you know what I mean and at the end of the day she is the victim in all of this but you know back in the day you would probably say oh your husband cheated on you you know I feel sorry for it for her. but then it, the conversation turns now it's like well well what was she over there doing why um she didn't know what was going on you know what I mean it's not it's not the same anymore it's not um it's like no one has compassion you see what I'm saying for people being, um, I'll say violated. It's like, oh, you didn't know your dude was cheating on you? How did you yeah. not know that was going on? You see what I'm saying? And to her defense, um, I think that she'd probably be a certain type of a person with a certain type of personality. But you know, and I know, Victor, how many people was pointing the finger at the wife? You know what I mean? That the wife looked crazy and the, the wife um, allowed him to do this. When in actuality, it was him. You know what I mean? It was him. We come. This is a, it's a, it's a society of, of acceptance now. There is no um, standards, seems like, anymore. So if you're cheating, yeah, you're cheating. You want to screw 12 people? Yeah, you can screw 12 people. You know, we're, we're just at this point. We had an episode about the taboos with um, multiple partners, you know, and we tried to even identify this in our episode. What do you declare cheating? You know, is it is it the one partner think she had a relationship with the person, or did the one person think that they didn't? So I think it's nothing is um, sacred anymore. Basically, you marry somebody at your own risk. You better go get it right written down that I plan not to cheat, or um, I I don't know what's going to happen. And even I'll just even go a little further. Look at the relationship between Will Smith and Jada. Pinkett Smith. You, you see what I'm saying? That, yes. That, I look at the Red Table Talk all the time. That's like off the chain. You know, you, you kept your wife because she had a sexual um addiction. So it's okay that she got into entanglements and all kinds of things that's going on. Like, you know, back in the day, that would be like, okay, I'm divorcing her and I'm done with it. Especially as far as the female persuasion that, and we, and y'all, y'all don't have to admit it, but women may be a little bit more accepting to the man cheating on them than the woman cheating because it's something that hits a little bit to the soul i guess i'm just gonna say but oh know. yeah that hurts out that hurts out yeah. lot. but let's but see kimmy you're agreeing with me then because i'm saying it's more accepted now uh okay, it's just I'm, I'm agreeing with you jay okay yeah yeah i'm just saying that's what i mean like in a sick ass way <laughs> um it's like more accepted now because you have you know People are more open about their sexuality and their their interest in multiple partners and all this little kind of stuff. Um, that it's it's just it's just out there now. And, yeah. and 
Like it, it, it's sad that it's more accepting now than it was when we were coming up because we're coming up, it's just cheating was just done with, you know what I'm saying? It's over, I'm done with you. But now you got people that say, Oh, I'm done with them, I'm done with them, but then in a couple of months or maybe even um a couple of weeks. Couple of hours. Right? Couple of hours, Victor. <laughs> couple of hours. He said yeah. a couple of hours. I'm back home. Yeah, I'm back home. I'm back home. You know, a couple of hours, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you think people just make this big fuss about breaking up with somebody? We're done, and then about a couple of hours. <laughs> In a couple of hours, they back home. They ain't got no way. Couple of hours, they man. Couple home. hours. Yeah. They ain't got no home. They going back home. Yeah. They can play. Yeah. Also, what I've learned is people are more accepting of cheating because it's so hard to start over with somebody new and get to know somebody new. So that's why I'm realizing people will be more accepting, and certain people. They probably cheat for themselves. They're like, they just they can't coming out yet. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. what that's one thing I've been hearing on social media that people are saying, oh, she got that look because she probably cheating her damn self. I'm just like, hey, this nothing surprises me. But Jay, didn't we say that too? Then we exactly. said we said we up there talking about him and pointing the finger and why she's sitting there. She probably cheating too. Why not? You Absolutely. You go sit right. there and let him do all that, and she probably laughing and saying, "Okay, you bring home the money, I'm gonna spend the money over here on him." You know, this street going both ways. We all just going to cheat. Or maybe, or maybe it's a case where she making her money, and now you see where her her money going. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you get a lot of independent women nowadays. It's not the days when women just stay home and take care of the house. They're independent women out here getting out here hustling. They starting their businesses. Absolutely. So they probably on their end. You know what I'm saying? They probably got, got a lot more dirt, but they might be better at hiding it than us men are. But what oh, is they're professional hiders. Really? Like, professional hiders. Really? They're professional. They're, they they're, are all pro. Oh but hey, they might be all pro, but they make mistakes, though. Everybody yeah. makes mistakes. Well, you're right, because well, cheaters, say, cheaters I'm a, can I'm find a, them. I'm going to shut both of y'all down. <laughs> shut both of y'all down. Y'all can both say professional, whatever. It's called just a little bit smarter. Y'all just act, y'all, y'all just are acting, uh, we act off of emotions, and we are always blamed for that. But yeah. when women yeah. cheat, they're more keen and sneaky. Our oh, problem no. is, our problem is, we just fall a damn sleep. Well, we should, we should get our ass up, and go home. Well, that's that. And, and, and the one you stayed, in, and you the one, the one you was fell asleep with, she made you fall asleep because guess what? She wanted to expose you. Yeah, she exactly. You to that's, that's the problem right there. Yeah, and that's another element we might want to talk about. Why are so many people so willing to be the the side piece? Or we want someone to be the one that blows the whistle. So I'm like, doesn't that make you look bad as a person? Because I'm like, you rather sit here, be the side person, and then break up their home, knowing damn well he ain't going to get with you. Because guess what? If I cheated with you, what's to say you're not going to go cheat on me? That's because everybody don't want to be in a committed relationship, Victor. How about if you just give me what I need? How about if I have a couple of you give me what I need? A couple of yous. Hello. So, so again, there you go. There you go. We have a couple. You, I don't. I'm just saying. I'm just thinking in the in the deviant mind. If you think I'm gonna be upset because I'm the side chick and you got you going home to to your wifey, how about I'm not upset because you gave me what I needed and I got somebody else over here too. 
I'm just, I, I'm See, I think that's where they mess up at because they don't have a backup plan in case the person just blocks them and go cold cut. Because that's what happened with the side chick with Derek Jackson. Derek blocked her apparently, and then that's when she went went to, she went viral with everything. But who who got hurt in the end? He did, not her. He did because when he got when she, he hit the block button, she said, "Okay, you want to block somebody? That's why I'm gonna go to TMZ." And they're going to write me a fat check for telling how I'm going to expose you for all the lies you're telling. And TMZ signed that check. And he over there, er, 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 I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Okay. But now, yeah, I did do that. But it was a mistake. I still love my wife. And she was sitting back laughing and said, I still got paid. And guess what? I still have my other boyfriend on the side too. But this was just a lesson to you. That's called revenge. Right, Jay? That's it. That's so it. how do you break up with a side person there? Is that ever a chance where you just break up with a side person? <laughs> how are you gonna break up with a side person? They already a side person. They ain't, they they not they not the significant person. They already know their role. They already know yeah. their role. They they're not in it for that. If only time they in it for when you cut it off. When you cut off what they've been getting, that's when you're in jeopardy. That's when you're you're gonna find the wrath of, of revenge. You're gonna find the wrath of saying. I didn't fulfill the commitment. The commitment of, I don't know, whatever you're giving them, money, whatever, sex, whatever. You know, um, I don't know what they're getting, but they're getting something. Well, you, the hope, you signed on The hope. Me. It's the hope, Kimmy. See, the side piece, you one thing we're not talking no about is the side piece is always hoping to get credit. the number one spot. I'm just telling you. She might, she might not always say it because she ain't trying to run them off. But she is hoping to get that number one spot. So I think I think y'all underestimate women today. Because just, just like saying. you said, Victor, most women today, um, and maybe, maybe, and with, let's talk about most but, women who but, are like middle-aged millennial women. Um, and I'll even say um people who Kim, aren't just you know hold, have their stuff together. Think let, about let me it. just they Let me make this one point. About that, you know, what I mean, they don't have to feel pressed about you coming over there. Your one hour for one day a week at all. They, why would they need to feel pressed about that at all? You just coming over there, slinging your penis for for one hour, and then I don't see you until next Tuesday. Do you think that person gonna live lonely like that for and, and hope and and know that in the back of their mind that's somebody with some low self esteem? And they just put themselves in that position. I, I I doubt that majority of these women was living. One of these women, these women that Jack, Derek Jackson was messing with was a, a a physician. She didn't even know that he had a wife going on and had been um, in a relationship with him. But once she figured this stuff out, things changed. But I'm talking about the opportunist side chick, um, lady, mama, or whatever you want to call her. They're a little bit more crafty than what y'all giving her them credit for. They're not sitting back there wanting to be um, number one and be be the wife because they already know the wife position is is like the hand me down position. You want to get that position, but they they done heard the cases of the secretary now end up marrying the the boss. You know where the side chick eventually got the man. So. I think a part of them going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, if they don't, if you try to break up with them, is because they held out hope getting that number one slot eventually. And now you're going to break up with me? 
I done put up with you all these years. I, I think it give yourself more credit. I, I think you I, I think you give the mail. I never yeah. I only spent December the 26th with you and January the 2nd with you all these years. And now you gonna tell me it's over? No. So I take flam crazy then. Because a lot of times, not always, but they hope to get the number one slot. You believe that, Victor? Because you over here shaking your head. You believe in that. Part of me does. It's like part of me does believe that some of them, they have that hope of getting with the number one person, but they don't realize. But that's where they see all the good, but they don't realize the bad. It's like, because I saw it on Mari one time. Like, the side <laughs> woman came on Mari with a man that she cheated with, and now she was worried that he cheating on her. I'm like, yeah, honey, you want to be with him? So that's why it's like, to those women, I'm like, why the hell you want to be with him? Because it's like, if he'll cheat with you, what's to say he won't cheat on you? Yeah. Right. I, I, exactly. I, I it's a perpetual cycle. Right. Exactly. It's a web of deceit. It is. You know, that, that that's what the relationship is formed on. That's what it's based on. I just think it's, I think it's two type of women that are the subject. I think it's a one that really accepted for what it is. There's, it's the opportunity. And then there's the one with just low self-esteem that's hoping that this person is going to make them um, the num put them in the number one position. Take your choice. One who doesn't care, one who's hoping. Both of them are in two losing positions. Yes, they are. Except the opportunity one now, she getting paid. She getting paid until he yeah. don't have nothing left to give her because that's not going to last forever. Because as soon as somebody finds out, just like this situation, that um or something has to change because nothing stays the same when you have to, to stop resources or whatever, then it goes terribly wrong. It goes terribly wrong. People are in it for themselves. That's that's the end of the, the story. They want they want what they want. When they can't get it, you know, they lash out. They lash out. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but though we'll put that top of the bed for now. Now let's get a little more spicy. What do y'all think of people that get with somebody who can't fulfill their sexual needs? Like, because I know there are plenty of people in relationships that are like sexually frustrated and their partner is just not because it could be because of work or desire or whatever it is. Like they just don't fulfill their needs. And my question is, why the hell you get with somebody who can't fulfill you which you need sexually? Well, I don't know, Jay. You he's gonna say something totally different because he says this every day on our podcast too. My thought is as a woman, um, I think women are a little bit more nurturing than a male when we talk about fulfilling our sexual needs because we can and you can do this too. You can look to fulfill your own sexual needs. You can masturbate and um, fulfill your own sexual sexual needs. But if you're just getting in a relationship with somebody and they can't fulfill your sexual needs, I don't think that relationship going to go anywhere anyway. That's probably going to stop by date number three. You know what I mean? Or whenever y'all start having sex, that's going to be over. That's unrealistic. You know what I mean? Um, if you, if it may have started off, have, you might have started off having um, good sex together. And then, I don't know, something happened. Maybe something happened where, you know, you, you're not communicating. Because I can tell you from a woman's aspect, when communication breaks down, a wedge can be drawn. And the first thing it's going to impact is, is the sex life. That's the first thing. So when that goes terribly wrong, then the sex life is going to go terribly wrong. Um, then that, that's going to lead back to that conversation, probably of cheating. But um, I will tell you, 
women are probably a little bit more, um, I will say, understanding in that aspect where sex doesn't drive us to be to the point where we just don't want to be in a relationship with somebody. But on the early onset, when you're just meeting somebody, nobody's gambling with that BS where we're going to say, oh, I hope you get better. You know, after a while, you after date three or four, you'd be like, no, this is a, this not worth it. Um, bye. You know, because <laughs> why, why stick around? I mean, why stick around if that's something that you 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 want to be in it for the long term? Now, Jay, you go ahead and say yours because I know it's going to be something totally different <laughs> and some. No, I'm just go saying ahead. no. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. It's no, going to be something off the Go ahead. No, I, I agree. No, no, seriously, I do agree that truthfully matter if the sex life ain't cooking, it's going to be somebody ass bucket. Because, I mean, what we underestimate, we become too civilized sometimes, that you got to have some chemistry and desire and real attraction to that person, or you're not going to get through nothing because you're going to just throw in the towel. So the attraction and the mutual desire, fire will never go out. I agree with you, Kimmy. We got to communicate. When the communication breaks down, that can cause a wedge because you, you're having this standoff. You know, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Well, you know you're so wrong. Why do you want to talk? I just said nothing. So, you know, it's an ego thing. You're back and forth. Nobody wants to communicate. But if you truly love that person and you desire that person, that person is attracted to you. He didn't say person... nothing about no love. He didn't say But no, hold it. My point. No, here's my point. This is my point. You'll continue to have sex. This is what I'm trying to say. You won't stay in each other's way of the relations of the relationship. Way? No. But if you ain't attracted to that person and the sex is whack, it ain't working, you ain't feeling fulfilled, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's like you don't want to feel like you're trying to train a puppy. Really, you know, yeah. I'm just <laughs> really, you know what you like, you know what you like, you know it works. If it's not working after the second or third date, you can tell. Really, I can tell by the first way you start kissing, holding, touching. I can tell right away then. But if it takes two to three times of intercourse to know that I'm not gonna be satisfied, uh, I don't know. I, no, I'm gonna know. Now, what if you get with somebody who can get you there, who can satisfy you, but the problem is, is y'all don't do it enough? Because some people, they don't want it all the time. It's like, and then you have some people that they barely want to be touched. And I don't know about y'all, but I need somebody that might that might look at me. <laughs> if, I, if I walk in the house with a fresh cut, look at me like, hey, let's go, or something like that. Are you looking bad? I'm like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? I don't need somebody that's going to be like, oh my God, we just want, or they treat it as a chore. Right, that's not the right person. That's, yeah. that's because that's y'all, have right person. y'all have different love languages, and you got the exactly. wrong person. Right, you got the wrong person because yeah, the love languages. Right if y'all got the same love languages of touch, that person is gonna be have the same desire to be touching you. If you got the, a person that's their thing is more of um, fixing things, and that, that's their love language. Acts of service, acts yeah. of service, right? Acts of service. Oh, there's an affirmation. 
they're right. not going to be attracted to you um, trying to jump their bones. So that that's not going to work. So you might as well just can that relationship and, and find somebody new because you're going to be yeah. And the million dollar question is, is why don't we identify that early on? Because it's, yeah, always, it's, flag. it's yeah. always a little red flag that tells you, hmm, makes you say, wait a minute, hold it. That wasn't the same way she kissed me the very first time. And she like she holding back. Yeah, I ain't get hardly no tongue. You know, what's <laughs> going on now? I mean, it just yeah, that's like, the thing um some women don't realize is like the same way they look at us to keep up things that we do in the beginning to maintain it, we look at that as well. And a lot of women don't realize that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you start saying, okay, maybe it was just a front. She did that initially, you know, because a lot of times the nudist, the excitement. Or, like I was telling Kimmy, we were talking about on Let's Chit Chat Sis, the revenge fuck. You know, you catch a woman out there that one night that's just straight up on that revenge, you so happen to be the one she chose, you know, she going to be the freakiest thing under the Damn, revenge? Oh, yeah. 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 But you catch her another time, or you may happen to see her again, and you don't get hardly any of that. See, because that particular night, she had this alter ego of revenge. And I'm going to just go buck wild on the dude that I want to do it with. But that's not normally who she is. She's like, I'm not going to give you no head in the parking lot. You're like, well, damn. Just met you last week. You just did that. Like, <laughs> that was great. Wait, there were, there were people out there trying to have sex without giving a head? Come on now. Absolutely. In the parking lot. What is wrong with these people? It's like head and sex is like peanut butter and jelly. You can't have one without the other. Exactly. Really? Do you go down and eat 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 your lunch down downtown all the time? Not all the time. Okay. That's right. now, then you the one, your own question. The ones I don't do it for are the ones that don't give me head. Well, you didn't answer your own question. Well, well, I do, I do. I don't have any problem telling you that. I do. Uh, you want just, you want somebody to, you want somebody to be having a piece of the sausage, but you don't want to go down there and have no peanut butter and jelly down downtown. So, well, no, that just don't go both let, ways. Let me just Absolutely. clarify: is that I'm very, very selective. Is extremely selective. Hello. And you and didn't uh, say that big yeah, didn't say selective. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm letting Tom about to clarify. <laughs> and you there are. No. There are several little small prerequisites that need to be met before I would. Oh, I need to less on here because I feel like I'm being jumped. <laughs> Damn, you feel like you're being jumped? I am. <laughs> We're just talking. That, yes. Head, no, oral sex, I agree with you, Victor. Oral sex is like peanut butter and jelly. How can you have sex without oral sex? And then that's an immediate red flag for me. There's no oral sex. Oh, okay. All right. I might give you the first night. You might not swallow. What okay. The first night. What yeah. The hell? I'm just saying. But you <laughs> cannot <laughs> deny me if I did you. You can't deny me if I thought I did you. Why not? You probably won't get a call back. And that probably will be, wouldn't care. No. Now, I've had that happen one time, a couple of times where I've gone down on her, but she ain't go down on me. Definitely automatic no call back. Definitely. You're not about to moisturize my beard and you're not about to sit on my face and you can't go down on me. Hell no. Right. Right. Oh, well. Reciprocate. Oh, okay. 
And what many people don't realize, if you reciprocate, that'll make the relationship go by smoother. You'll be happy to see that person because you never know what somebody's dealing with. You never know somebody might be backed up. And they that just might- sound like some male hormones jumping off. And I will tell you right now, that will not work. Hold on. Y'all women don't go through that too? Hold on. That's some women that go through that. Come on now. Well, I'm just telling you, you want to hear from a woman's perspective. If you keep on thinking that way, you're going to be sitting there by yourself lonely. Well, let me just say this, Kimmy. I think think, putting these parameters around what somebody, what a woman must do, because she wait, wait, and do that. Nope, nope, nope. She's gonna do this. I say must do. I don't want to. I don't want to suck your dick. I'm not gonna suck your dick. How about that? That's now. That's 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 what I was gonna be. But I think women are more intimate beings than that. But wait, let me just say this one qualifier. I think would change a lot of your answer. For a lot of women, if that's a guy that she feels she's going to be with long term, if that's a guy that she feels she wants to commit to, that's a guy she feels he is checking all the boxes. All right. You didn't say that at first. But wait, let me get to the point because we're not talking about no fly by night floozy. I'm just talking about a woman that you're now about to have sex with that you've been dating. Some people are just not comfortable with certain things. And I mean, I know a lot of girlfriends that are just not comfortable with oral sex and they feel like they still satisfy their men in a lot of aspects. Well, they're not. They're not satisfying him. They're not doing oral sex. Just go ahead and tell you that. And the liquor podcast agree with me. If you're not, okay. Because what woman woman likes it when a man gives her, doesn't say I don't give head. Like, I've met some men that said they don't go down on women. I'm like, and guess what they are? They single. Right. You just said that a few minutes ago. Hold on. I didn't, you didn't let me clarify, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did, did you, Kevin? You did. Yeah, you didn't let me clarify. You didn't let me clarify. What I was about to say is, like I said, I've gone down on women before and not getting hit in return. It's like, it's like we're very, like, it's like, like on JB said, we're very selective, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's all it's in it's all depending on how you catch me, you know. Well, how how you get to be selective and I can't be selective. So every, every penis riding by on the train, I gotta be like, okay, so I'm dating this man now, so I should be like, okay, I want to give him oral sex. Absolutely not. Absolutely if you not. are at the point, I'm saying, if you're no, at that you point, you just don't want to just that's just not your thing. So you're saying that that's a deal breaker for you. Then that's I'm fine. saying. You're holding back. You're telling me right now, I'm going to hold back some of my emotion. No, it's not. That's, that's you. That's, that's you're reading me. That's, that's you trying to tell me what my emotion is. This is me telling you point blank. You don't have to read my emotion. You can hear my words come out my damn mouth. I said, I'm not doing that. Now, you can interpret it any way you want. I'm saying it kindly and nicely. I don't, I'm not doing oral sex with you, and that's not something I like. And I'll just be like, that's the end of that story. If you don't choose to be in a relationship with me, I'm cool with that. And I'll be like, okay, I'm fine. You have to be able to accept that. That's the end well, of the story. But would you want that man to go down on you is the question, because you would look like a whole hypocrite if you say, oh my gosh, I'm not going down on you, but you need to go down here and put your face in it. But that wouldn't be, but Victor, that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me because if that's something that he doesn't like, then know that I would feel like this. That's something I would want him to do. It. Let me rephrase it. I would want him to do that. But if he doesn't want to do it, that's not a deal breaker. That's not what Jay's saying. Jay's saying that you, you're going to do this or you're going to be a deal. That's going to be a done deal. And I just no. gave him the out. Okay. That's I'm cool. saying, I'm right. With that. But I'm I will also open my mind to 
I haven't experienced any, but women that do not want to give all sex. I can't believe I just said that. See, but you didn't say that. I, I haven't personally experienced any, and I sure hope I don't run into somebody that I really fall in love with, and she tells me that's something she don't do. We well, have you to because you said after date two, but, three, you gonna know that's not what's happening. So you ain't gonna run into. You ain't gonna give that a chance. Well, yeah, because it's gonna probably be at some point some really? conversation. I, about it. But at the same time, I'm open minded to understanding that they're women because I have heard of a woman one time before say she Absolutely. didn't give her husband any head. Mm -hmm. She said she didn't give her husband any head, and he's happy, and he's you know they're happy in their relationship. Uh, you know, so to each his own. Uh, I guess she she mm -hmm. doesn't eat meat. She's a vegetarian. So she really Jay. Really Jay. Cause I what's something up with that woman? Cause I done met some vegetarians that gave me a she. What the hell wrong with them? Are y'all really comparing that to freaking meat? Of course not. That's just a joke. But I'm just saying, you know, you have to accept, all right, this is the person I love, I want to be with, but I do believe that there are a lot of relationships that uh one person is in the oral and the other person is not, and they're gonna be happy and content with each other. Absolutely. Yeah, I just don't want to. I feel like that's definitely the case. If that's something you can deal with, then deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like that needs to be out in the open, like before y'all be in a full blown relationship. Absolutely. And well, y'all this out. Being in a full blown relationship because y'all already said when people when the woman don't do that on the onset, it's not going to work out for y'all. And guess what? That's the best way it should be. It should be honest and transparent. I if the woman said, "Hey, I'm not doing that." You could say, you know what? This is something that I love. This is something that that I find pleasurable to me. This is this is something that I connect with, and that's a deal breaker. But I got one question. I just got one question. Here you go. I know. Why what? not? Just why not? Just why not? Because you pee and don't use toilet paper. How about that one? Just okay. be clean. It could be clean. Pee. That's no problem. Toilet paper. Is that shower. Right. Matter of fact. We can get in the shower together. But you know it's clean. You can clean it the way you, to your satisfaction. That's I it. I still know that you don't use toilet paper. But the same way women have menstrual cycles, and we trust y'all clean it out, right? Gets gets clean and mm -hmm. fresh, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Just gave you an example. I didn't tell you to go and compare it to me or women. Right. I understand. I, I guess. I just gave you, you know. You asked me one example. I gave you an example. Don't you don't have to come back and tell me what you do for you know. Everybody has their own way of keeping themselves clean. I just gave you one example that y'all don't use toilet paper. Do you use toilet paper? You use baby wipes? Do you use any of those things? I do personally. I do. You I carry use. it around with you, Jay. Well, I use when I use when I go to the restroom, I don't go to the urinal. I always go to the toilet because I always want to grab toilet tissue. Mm. So, I, so that when I get through you using bathroom, I, I wipe and 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 uh, wash my hands. Okay, All yeah. right. well, yeah. at least, that's least just women, me personally. At least women don't know that about you. Okay, so you know that's 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 the feedback I've I've, I've actually heard from. From women that um you know men are just a little bit different in that aspect and but but kim i will admit though what I, i'm with you on that the hygiene thing because uh i can't i don't know about you brother victor but i didn't went when she opened up pull back them covers and i thought it was oh some my god that 
Man, so, listen, you, you know ain't what, living man. that. I want you to that. That's a vibe killer right there. If you open yeah. that back and it smells I'm like, oh, okay. That's my because I have the decency to make sure I'm clean before I go anyway. If I go to my house, you know what I'm saying? So I'm agreeing with you, Kimmy. I'm saying you gotta be clean. You gotta be clean, Kimmy. I'm saying you gotta be clean. It goes clean both ways. Cleaning should be just a normal routine that you do regardless of what you're doing and who you with. That should just be for your own right. your own health and well-being. But just like you know some ass. The woman can have the concern about the pee on a man's dick. Well, we can have that same concern about that smell, that 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 odor that uh, that makes me get up and get dressed and haul ass. And not call you no more. <laughs> yeah. You won't get a call back. Bottom line, people, is one thing I would get from this is you got to know your partner. you got to figure these things out within the first couple of days. Don't get into a full-blown relationship with a person and be like, oh, my God, is he don't do this, do that, but he did it before in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? If they can't introduce, if they introduce you to a vibe they cannot maintain, you don't need to be with them. They can probably figure that out within the first couple of days. Yeah. First conversation for me. <laughs> Oh, that's real. He said the first yeah. conversation. Yeah, man. Let's just go ahead and get it out in the open. You know, how you feel about it? Mm-hmm. That's real. So, Kimmy, can you tell the people what can they get from listening to y'all podcast? Well, I think they got a little taste of it today because this is how it's, it's always on our podcast. We have full transparency. You know, we have the perspective from the male perspective from definitely the sister's perspective. And we have open dialogue talking about, um, you know, topics like this, you know, everybody wants to know how can we um, live more of a cohesive life? You know what I mean? And sex is, is a very important factor, you know, and I know that we're not going without sex. You know, some people are not, I mean, some people are not sexually active and want to be sexually active. So we talk about everything. We talk about mental health. We talk about, um, you know, raising kids, adult children We from, you know, um, the political climate. We talk about everything in, on, on um, Let's Chit Chat Sis. So if you want to reach us, we are on all of the social media platforms. We're on Facebook as Let's Chit, Chit Chat Sis. We're on Instagram as Let's Chit Chat Sis. And we can be reached by uh, email at letschitchessis at gmail.com. And we are open to anybody sending us requests or just to access information about us or have a question. And the co-host is, of course, myself, Kimmy and Celeste and our um, male persuasion, JB. <laughs> but That's real. We have a good time together. That's the biggest thing. We yeah, have we do. A good time we really do. Together, um, just you know, kicking it and talk about what's relevant to make all of us live our best lives. So, yeah. That's a great. I definitely had you a good time with y'all tonight. You know what I'm saying? Thank, thanks for kicking it with me. Thanks for having around with the boss on Look and Talk. Now, like I tell all my guests, when y'all ready for me to come return the favor, I might be in Florida, but I'm just one DM or email away. Like, so whenever y'all ready for me to come on down and be on with y'all, y'all let me know. Well, we're going to definitely have you on there soon, Victor. I think that you will enjoy, because um, it'll be all three of us. 
and we'll definitely have you on there soon and you will enjoy being on the porch with us and we'll make sure we have a very hot topic because we know that you're going to keep us engaged as well we had an awesome time tonight jay didn't you have an awesome absolutely time? man i loved it man thank you man I loved thank it. You. absolutely man you have a wonderful i like your swag yeah, yeah man i love definitely. it i love it you had a you yeah. have a wonderful platform and we really appreciate you um allowing us to be on here tonight and again we will definitely have you on the porch with us. And um, Jay, you have any final words for Victor? No, hey man, listen, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Um, it was fun. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, look forward to hoping to having an opportunity to come on here again, man. So uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing, and then hopefully we can get to see you on on the porch, man. Let's chit chat, sis. Listen, um, I'm looking forward yeah. to my invite. Don't be on the porch. I'm looking forward to coming on the porch. We definitely got to set that up. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Liquor Talk. If you reach the end, you're the real MVP. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and tell a friend to, and tell another friend to go ahead and subscribe and pour up with us. And we'll give you more rounds. Thank you for everybody that's supporting. St. Pete, the brother's coming home soon, ladies and gentlemen. But until next time, we out this thing. So long, people.